This week's episode is brought to you by Ayo Listen to This Fan Podcast. Hey yo, welcome to the show. And if you ain't know well now you know. I'm out of here. If you don't, we don't give a damn. Hey yo. Hey yo. Listen to this fam. (laughs) (laughs) Off the door right there. Off the door. Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of the Ayo hey, Listen to This Fan Podcast, where we talk about film, TV, hot topics, and everything that gets throughout the week. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin J. Stone. And I'm Maria, the creative. And our other cool host, Steph, the director, is out serving the country. But guess what? What? This is our last episode with just Maria and I. Ow! Next week. Steph, the director, will be back. That's right. Next week, permanently, he'll be back here in his third chair, third mic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been pretty cool. We're ready for him to get back on the mic and keep it hot. So yeah, he'll yep, be back yep, next yep. week, and we'll be the three amigos. What? Two amigos and an amiga. Yeah, Y'all don't even look at me, amiga, okay? I do. Y'all I'm look. always going to recognize you a black woman. I'm like, Thank, <laughs> well, this Negro, he see me as a black <laughs> brother. <That's how> <laughs> Treat me like it's black brothers, but um, it's all good. But yes. But how you doing, Marie? It's been. I feel like, you know, because we're recording late, it's been so much that happened in the past two days. But how has your week been? Um, I mean, it's been interesting, um, to say the least, but, um, you know, I'm going to always say I'm good, Kevin. Yes, you are. <laughs> how are you? Ooh, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to tell you, because I actually took notes on how I'm doing. No! That's how... Not the notes. That's how <laughs> my week has been. All right, so last week, things didn't really get cracking until, like, the holiday weekend. You know, we had, uh, an extended weekend, uh with the fourth mm-hmm. that that day um so me i'm you know um wait is that the first thing let me make sure yeah that's the first thing so me i'm deciding you know a movie came out and i i told you when we saw the trailer we talked about it i had to go see it let me start mm-hmm. that let me do the the mini review i'm not gonna no spoilers none of that don't you gonna review don't do a no, review because no, no, no. oh, i want to go see it no 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 we're, we're gonna review it yeah we're gonna as, review as a podcast we're gonna review uh, it let me so tell don't worry you, about it the film is called Zola. It's about the girl. Uh, her name is uh, Isaiah Zola King, I believe. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, of course, well, we, I ain't gonna repeat the whole thing, but you know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, the trailer. And I said it looked like it was gonna be good, and I hope they don't leave all the good stuff in the trailer. And they did not. The movie, A24, when, it, when I knew A24 was behind it, I already knew it was gonna be good. When I tell you, I went to the theater for the first time in like a year and a half outside of seeing myself in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few weeks ago um i actually went and sat down in the theater and it was like less than 10 people in the theater and i went at like nine o'clock because the movie started at 9 10. Mm-hmm. um so so on a friday night 9 10 you know friday movies you come out so you know the theaters be packed yeah people still not <laughs> they, they not taking chances at even at night on a friday Ooh, well that just gave me courage so yeah so it was like i was going to a matinee and um, yo that's awesome and so they have it now where you pick um you have to order ahead or uh, get your tickets ahead in advance mm-hmm. and you can pick your seats like you look at a map of the the theater and you pick your seats and so you know i got my seat and then it was like when i got my seat nobody else i think it was only like two people who had bought a seat so I saw they were mm-hmm. sitting there. So I made sure I was in the back. It was only four rows. I was in the back all the way to the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so got my tickets. And you can also pre-order concessions now. Some concessions are available to be bought ahead of time. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I got in there, got my, uh, got my stuff, sat down. And the movie was good right up until the 
very end. I'll say it wasn't bad then. It just I wish it would have ended better. I'm not mm. gonna tell you what happened because you want to you want to see it, but uh, it's definitely worth seeing. It okay. Definitely for me to have my whole hiatus from the theater, this was definitely a great film to come back to because it okay. definitely has action all throughout the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I didn't go back and reread the whole Twitter thread because I forgot things and I mm. felt like if I'd have watched that, I knew what was going to happen next, and I didn't want that to happen. Um, so very great casting, great acting, mm. of course, great story. And they, I found they had tried to do this movie before with the white director. I think James Franco, matter of fact, yeah. He's an actor, director. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, the movie I was talking about him before, him and Gucci Man were going back and forth from A24. It's called Spring Breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, he has cornrows and Selena Gomez is in that movie too. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so they tried to do a movie with, with James Franco directing. Did not did not work out well. I feel like the director was not paying attention to what Zola was going through. They needed some somebody black to do it. And I'm glad that Janique's uh, Bravo, I think is her last name. She came in and, and directed and they knocked it out. They they did an incredible job. It's definitely a must-see film. I definitely want to see it again. Um, I don't know when, but I definitely want to see it again. Uh, so go see that movie. Okay. Now, got home. Uh, I don't talk about this a lot, but my neighbors are like they they ratchet. You know, and it's not it's not black people. It's all the black people in my neighborhood are pretty much good. Mm-hmm. You know, what? let me not even say what race they are. Uh, <laughs> but but they were they they get drunk at, almost every weekend and they're like on the back of the, the bed of the truck it's like a, a gang not a gang but it, mm-hmm. it's a group of them out there making a lot of noise so I get home you know I'm good like I'm you know I had the movie and everything entertain I start watching TV all of a sudden they're outside louder than my TV is and I hear this one guy saying I'm not scared I'm not scared I'm like oh they about to fight. So, go outside. I'm looking. I'm you know first I'm just lurking, being nosy, and I can't really see anything because it's dark. And then so I walk up and they uh still same same thing. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. And people are holding this guy back. I can't tell who's being held back. And so I just yell out. I don't know what came over me because I never seen anything to anybody. But I just yelled out, "Yo, y'all good?" He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we good." And then the man said, "No, I'm not scared. I'm not scared." And before I could even think, I said. Nigga, I don't give a fuck if you're scared. I I said y'all making a lot of noise, so y'all need to be quiet. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, but, Kevin. Uh, yeah, so they, the, the police almost got called out there because I wasn't ready to fight anybody that night. Wow. All right, so next morning. So you got into a scuffle? Not really. I mean, I didn't get into a scuffle. It just after that happened, I kind of like, I, I I cooled off. Mm-hmm. Kind of just walked off before it got got crazy. So the next morning, go to McDonald's, getting breakfast. And you know how if somebody's like, if you're waiting in line and somebody's not moving, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not paying attention, they got space to move. You blow the horn, you know, tell them go ahead. So the person in front of me, um, mm-hmm. they, you know, you know, we blew the horn to them, and then they turn, they look the head, up, they lift their head up, they're like, oh, you know, thank you for letting me know to move forward. First interaction with the Karen. Had nothing to do with her. The woman in the car behind us said, why are you blowing your horn? And I look back like, I know this bitch ain't talking. Tell us this had nothing to do with us. We, for, if anything, we blowing the horn to help you get to you. You got to go quicker. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my, my friend, he was driving. And he didn't hear it the first time. So she repeats herself. So I'm like, oh, now she wants to be heard. She wants to call the scene. 
Because it's two black guys in the car and you're an older white woman by yourself in the car behind us. And he looks back and before he can say anything else, bitch, who the fuck you talking to? Oh, wow. <laughs> we blowing this horse and the motherfucker in front of us can get to where the fuck they got to go, but they need to move up. <laughs> I ain't got time to wait. I'm not patient. I'm a very impatient person. I don't have time. When I'm trying to get somewhere, I, will, I like to be in and out. So what's going on with you? I don't know. I think I'm really getting to a point now where I'm just like, my fucks are just, <laughs> they're all gone. Evaporated. I see. Because you can't, you, you seem a little tense tonight. I'm like. Yeah, well, retelling all that just got me even more tense. <laughs> well, I know, good, but good. it's like, what's going on, Kevin? I don't know. I, I need therapy. I need therapy. No, no, honestly, I think, I think it's a greater conversation that needs to be had just period because everybody went through something traumatic this mm-hmm. past year mm-hmm. and it's being handled like it's just eh, something else yeah. no we actually went through something you know we did and nobody's stopping enough to really do check in with themselves mm-hmm. because everybody want to get back to some level of normalcy so quickly you know what i'm saying just kind of mm-hmm. put it behind us but that's what people man Every time I get on social media, it's some wild shit happening. Like, Man. people are wilding out, okay? <laughs> so, that's what I'm asking you, because, I mean, I've known oh, you for no. a couple years yeah, now, yeah. and I've never known you to... And I've never been like this. Been this, like that, I, I, I so, think 2020 really did a number, and now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm saying shit when I got to say it, because I just don't care I'm just anymore. Saying, I can't hold like, shit in anymore. We went, I'm mean, just saying, we went through a whole panorama. Yeah. It's perfectly okay that, okay, you I'm don't just feel like the audacity, though. First of all, a white woman, the audacity of you to tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> Bitch, you lucky. I ain't want to get that car because I knew if I'd have got out of the car, she would have really put on her white woman tears and started crying. And then next thing you know, I'm going to prison. I don't have time for that. I got too much shit I'm trying to do. But I just have never had a woman try me like that. A white woman. Well, they will. Um, I haven't quite been in those. Well, I can say yeah. Um when I, I had a, a white couple call the police on me um, and tell them that I was drunk driving because I <laughs> oh, passed Oh, yeah, I remember them. you saying that. Because I passed them on the road. <laughs> and then they proceeded to follow me and tried to follow me home. And then when I jumped out my car, because I got tired of their shit, and uh, confronted them, this bitch pulled out a cell phone. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, Yay, I see what you on. Y'all better stop thinking y'all own this country. So, (laughs) yeah, so, you know, finally the police pulls up and, you know, um, they ended up siding with me, but um, that was before the whole panorama. So Mm -hmm. I already know, you know, they really out here carrying it. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's why I I choose to be in the house, man, because I can feel I could feel it when I walk outside. Like, well, see, that's why I be trying to exercise. Where I like to go running to like for stress relief, and that helps. I mean, that's cool, but I mean, like, just if I don't have to go somewhere to be out amongst the humanoids, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'll choose not um, to do so because, again, every time. It seems like I go outside if I'm not um, in the crossfire of somebody's bullshit, mm. then you you in witness of somebody's bullshit. And it's just like, it's all the, like, it never fails. I can literally go down the street, the sheets and some bullshit will happen. And, and it's literally Oof. that close. You know what I'm saying? 
Like people just I almost on had one. to go off in there today too. Hmm? I almost had to go off in there today too on the way here. Look, so just... maybe you need to run <laughs> some more, do some yoga. I need some sage. I need yeah. Listen, get you some CBD. Get you some CBD tea. I'll get you some. I had to do something because I'm so, getting to the point now. It's like I'm about to just snap. But anyway, yeah. Sorry for that long intro. Let's go ahead and get into it. Really it. <laughs> I had to get it off my chest. I've been holding yeah, it. Yeah, hey, waiting. we gotta check in with each other. Yeah. We have to check in, get this stuff and talk about it and get it out because as you can see, people are losing a shit at this yeah. point. I didn't even talk about how my neighborhood was on the news for this guy shooting on the July fourth. Lord. They had like eight cops in the neighborhood for like three hours. I don't wanna talk about that shit because my asshole neighbors were popping firecrackers until five o'clock in the morning. People just don't understand. PTSD is real. Yeah, fuck them. But anyway. All right. So let's go ahead and hop into some updates. And we're going to start with Easy Day. Because it's the only way. That's right. So if you're new here, this is your first time tuning in. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for stopping by. We hope that you stick around. We normally don't have long intros like that where we're just going off. But- <laughs> Or me going off. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, make sure you stick around, subscribe to us. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to youtube.com slash easydayent. Mm-hmm. That's E-A-Z-E-D-A-Y-E-N-T. Subscribe. You can see things like Bumping the Night series, Wasteland, uh, Optics Falls, In the Trenches, Rules of Third, Attack on Titan, which is coming out soon. Yep. Um, and a bunch of other things and behind the scenes stuff, music videos, all that good stuff that Easy Day does. Make sure you're doing that. Subscribe to that. And you can also subscribe to our podcast. That's right. Um, you can go to the uh, Spotify or the Anchor FM page and you can click the link that says support and it will give you three different tiers that you can subscribe to. Uh, the first tier is 99 cents. The second is three ninety nine, and the final tier is $9.99 if you're feeling froggy. Take that leap. So um, basically those uh, funds go to helping us to grow the podcast. So uh, we encourage you to uh, support. Yeah, do that. And you can also support us or we can support you by promoting your project on our podcast. We have three different tiers for that as well. Um, you can reach out to us at podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or AOListenFam on IG. Send us a DM there. Or the Facebook page, Ayo Listen to This Fan Podcast, send us a DM there. Um, and we have three different tiers. Like I said, there's a 15 second spot that you can rate on the not radio on the podcast for twenty five dollars. A thirty second spot is fifty dollars, and then a sixty second spot is a hundred dollars. And what we'll do is we'll read your whatever you write about the project that you're promoting. We'll play the trailer for up to a minute. You know, you can record something, send it into us, and we'll play that. And uh, yeah, we'll get your promo on the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. And then one last thing is to make sure that you're getting your Easy Day merch. That's by going right. to easyday.com. You can get the shirts like uh, Black Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, Black, was Black Filmmakers Matter, or Black Director? Black Filmmakers Matter. Black Filmmakers Matter. And it's the Juneteenth one mm-hmm. um, that you can wear all year because Juneteenth yep. can be celebrated all year. Um, and then the 24 frames per second, is that that's one? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bunch of other different ones that yeah. are like film related. Trying to make it to Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Black Hollywood. Um, 
Yeah, it's a bunch of them yeah. up there. So just yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, e- gotta look at yeah. their website. <laughs> just hit up easyday.com. That's E-A-Z-E-D-A-Y.com. And uh, also another thing, Maria's doing brand photography. Setting that's right. This week. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, if you are needing to uh, give your brand a more polished, updated look or you are rebranding, and you need to um, give your brand an updated look, you can hit your girl up at www.godbox. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> w- w- I, I'm sorry. I just completely blinks right now. www.godboxproductions.com. Productions.com. www.godboxproductions.com. <laughs> Yo, right. my bad, you guys. It's but all, yeah, and good. I do travel, so there's that. All right. Um, and let's go ahead and get into some trailers. All right, so we got a few trailers for you. The first one is for an animated film. Mm-hmm. Um, have we done an animated trailer on here before? Not can't remember. Yeah, we did um the basketball joint. What was that? Um Basketball joint. I'm thinking about Space uh, Jam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming out uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm checking it out. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm checking it out with my Space Jam boxes. It's just I not know. gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same. No. All right. So the first um film we're talking about, like I said, animated film, The Adams Family Two. Now this is the sequel to the t- 2019 film that came out, the animated film, starring Charlize Theron. Uh, Bill Hader, Chloe, Grace Moretz, Snoop Dogg, and a uh, slew of other people. And um, this, let me stop saying it. I listen, I listen to the podcast, and I realize I say um a lot, and I'm trying to break that habit because I don't want to keep saying um on the, on the I podcast. I know I say it a lot. Yeah. So this is a sequel to that film. It, uh, the synopsis is: the Adams get tangled up in more wacky adventures and find themselves involved in hilarious run-ins with all sorts of unsuspecting characters. Uh, what we saw in the trailer is that it looked like they're going on a road trip in a the Adams Family RV. Um, I, I don't think we really got to see what was inside of the RV, so yeah, I wonder what that's gonna be like. But um, you know, if you like animated films, you like the Adams Family. It's a dark comedy. I think it's rated, the first one. I think was rated PG thirteen. Mm. I think. Um, so I'm assuming this will be the same rating. And uh, yeah, if you're into that, check out the Adams Family. It drop Adams Family two. It drops on October first. Yeah. Yeah. Action adventure comedy. I mean, it looks like a cute film. You can watch yeah. it with the kids. Yeah. Uh, the next film we're going to talk about is also dropping on October 1st, but it's a uh, Warner Brothers film, and you know that all their films are going to be coming to HBO Max for the first 30 days. Mm-hmm. This film is called The Many Saints of Newark, um, and it's rated R, of course. It is a. It looks like a prequel to the Soprano show that came on HBO mm-hmm. uh, because it's uh, about Tony Soprano. Um. Yeah, so it's based on The Sopranos by David Chase. And the synopsis is, young Anthony Soprano is growing up in one of the most tumultuous eras in Newark's history. That's Newark, New Jersey, of course. Mm-hmm. Becoming a man just as rival gangsters begin to rise up and challenge the all-powerful DeMeo or DeMeo crime family's hold over the increasingly race-torn city. Caught up in the changing times <laughs> is, his, is the uncle he idolizes, Dickie Motosanti, who struggles to handle both his professional and personal responsibilities. And whose influence over his impressionable nephew will make him, will help make the teenager into the all-powerful mob boss we'll later come to know, Tony Soprano. 
It's directed by Alan Taylor, starring Alessandro Nivola, Michael Gandolfini, Leslie Odom Jr., Ray Liotta, and Vera Farmiga. I think that's the actress you said was uh, a good actress, but you can remember her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's in uh, The Conjuring and all that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, she's a decent actress. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something. She was just in The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It on HBO Max, and now she's in this. It's going to be coming to HBO Max as well. Mm. Um, but if you want to go to the theaters, you can go to and do that. Like like I said, I went for the first time. I'd go back. You, you can tell that the theaters are definitely wanting people to come back because now they have, like, when they're showing the trailers, they have, they have a message saying, thank you for coming back to the theaters. And mm-hmm. they're saying that how they're making the theaters safe. They're just trying to do everything they can to get these people back in the seats. I'm trying to tell you, hey, AMC is doing pretty good on the stocks mm. if you guys care. I mean, it was. I mean, I went to yeah. Was it no? That's Regal. I went to Regal uh, North Hills, um, mm. and you know they got the nice leather seats recline and all that. Mm. And I was like, I ain't going to sleep because I paid too much damn money for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's one time I will not go to sleep. All right, so again, yeah, that's dropping on October first. Um, I'm surprised somebody black is in there. So Leslie Odom Jr. You know he is a Oscar nominee. Mm. Um, he was in. What's that film? They, uh, One Night in Miami, directed by Jeren- oh, Regina King. Yeah. Where he played, um, God, I can't remember the guy's name. But he, he was in that film. He was one of the main characters. Um, Muhammad Ali? No, he didn't play Muhammad Ali. It was Muhammad Malcolm Ali. Malcolm X? He didn't play Malcolm X. Um, and he didn't play John, Jim Brown. It was the other one. Sam Cooke. Sam, Sam Cooke. Cook. Yeah, he played Sam Cooke. Oh. Um, okay. So, yeah. And the next film, the last film we're talking about is the film that's actually coming out on August 13th. It is a sequel as well. It's Don't Breathe 2. Mm. Uh, so I didn't write the synopsis down for that. But, you know, if you've seen the first one, it's a blind man basically uh, who kills people who come to his house. And uh, it looks like this time he, he's going to have a granddaughter coming to stay with him. And he's going to be trying to protect her mm-hmm. and get her prepared for her in case anybody tries to come into the house. You know, mm. getting her trained and raised up to do that, to take care of herself. And um, I was a fan of the first one. You said you weren't. I mean, it was borderline. I hated the way it ended. I guess that's what it was for uh-huh. me. Um, it The climax and the way it concluded just didn't balance out for me. Okay. So that's why it was just like a mediocre film. I mean, I like the concept. So to speak, you know, mm-hmm. this blind guy that like, you know, has developed his other senses so well that he mm-hmm. knows how to defend himself very well. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the the people in the house, it was just like the decision they was making was pissing me off. And I was just like, eh. But anyway, um, the second one, actually, the plot seems more interesting than the first, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I'm going to check it out. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to check it out. Yeah. All right. I think that is all the trailers that we have for this week. And we're going to move back on to some more quick updates. Uh, First of all, I want to give a round of applause. Pat on the back. To my damn self. And, uh, <laughs> and Postmortem Films, Pat Baker, David yes. Pratt, Jace Dakota, and everybody involved with Night Shift. We are now an award-winning Short film. We won um, best short film at the. Let me make sure I see the name right. Let me go back to my notes here. It is the. 
Oh, the Paul's Premieres Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe this is the first year for the festival. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but I think it said it was the first year. But either way, Night Shift won Best Short Film. So make sure awesome. you check that out on YouTube. Thank you. It was really a good um, yeah. short film. And my uh, my character was one of the top five performances or must see performances for postmodern productions. So hey. or postmodern films. Hey, uh, so yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, let me see. Let me go ahead and get the RIP out the way first, because I don't. I don't want to end on that. Mm. Um, but this is news that just broke today. Um, actress. Let me pull my screenshot. I'll be all over the place, man. Actress Suzanne Douglas. She, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I first knew her from the uh, the TV show with Robert Townsend back on WB back WB back in like the nineties. I didn't uh, watch that show. The Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch that show. Like oh, that. I, I watched that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was a big WB watcher back in the day. That and UPN. And then when they merged together with the CW, it was just a mess to me. Mm. But uh, she was 64 years old. Um, she's also been in a 1989 dance drama film called Tap alongside Gregory Hines and Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, for which she received an NAACP, NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. She was in How Stella Got a Groove Back, Jason's Lyric, The Inkwell. Uh, most recently, she was... Um, Playing Sissy Houston's, playing Sissy Houston in the Lifetime TV movie, uh, Whitney. I would not use. I would not <laughs> watch that. And then she was uh, one of the mothers of the the main characters from When They See Us on Netflix. Uh, I was trying about to, the uh, vague, yeah. vague, but um, yeah, rest in peace to her. Yes, yes, yes. she was. I always thought she was so beautiful. And uh, I just I I hated to see that news this morning that she passed away apparently yesterday. Well, mm-hmm. the sixth. By if you're listening, it's just, uh, it was July sixth when she passed, and it was from cancer. Mm. So, Damn. yeah, you know, F cancer. Uh, all right, so moving mm. on from uh, death to life, Cardi B is pregnant with baby number two. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder they don't know it. Name this one. I wonder too, because they already got culture with a K. I wonder if it's gonna be something else with a K or Klutz. <laughs> Klutz <laughs> is probably not a good culture name. Klutz. <laughs> we take a KKK back, <laughs> baby. Um. Uh, yeah, she made the announcement during uh BET Awards performance because the BET Awards is last weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not last weekend, but the weekend. I did not watch not now yeah. piece. <laughs> I didn't either. I, I saw some clips of performances on uh, YouTube, but that was pretty much it. I didn't even see that. I really didn't even know that they were happening until they started happening. Like that yeah. Sunday. I was like, oh, okay, this it's today. Wait, wasn't that the same? No. Was it the same day Keith Sweat and what's the name did their verses? They did theirs on a Saturday. Because the BET Awards is on Sunday. It always comes on Sunday. Oh, so I want to say okay. they did theirs on a... Uh, matter of fact, no, it might have been a weekday. It might have been like a Thursday. Okay. Yeah, it that felt was, that like was, a that slow was this day. Week. Yeah, that was this week when they did it. Okay. Yeah. I, or okay. not this week, but that was last week. The BET Awards was the week before last. Sunday before last. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't really watch much of that either. The verses. 
I, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, they didn't. They really didn't promote it like that. I guess they know that the verses are like geared towards like the younger people. I, was, I mean, when you have some of your legends, then some of the, you know, everybody's gonna look. Yeah, but. I mean the the Bobby thing that that kind of came out of left field. Yeah. I think they started promoting it probably maybe two weeks prior. It wasn't a long promotion, but they did promote I, it. I didn't hear any promotion until after the so they were on the Breakfast Club. You know, I'm a faithful. Uh, yes, you are. I'm a faithful listener yes, you to are. Breakfast Club. So, um, they were up there and they were promoting it. So I was just like, man, I know Bobby ass gonna be drunk as fuck. <laughs> and can't sing none of the songs good. Well, it's from just... what I saw, he was he was he was the first one to get up and he was moving. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like Keith Sweat actually got drunk and was singing to his glass. Lord, <laughs> so, uh... yo, somebody on TikTok said, "Um, here's something that people ain't ready to talk about. Why y'all won't tell Keith Sweat he can't sing?" <laughs> <laughs> They said he been letting this man mm, mm, mm. pull this shit for thirty years. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, hey, I mean, listen, everybody know he's a whiner. He is a whiner. Would you say he couldn't sing though? I, I, I ain't gonna <laughs> say he can't. He can hold a tune. He can hold a note. You know, it, it's just he, certain songs that he cannot really sing because of how his voice is. Mm. Well, he got bops regardless. Bops to get you pregnant, yes. <laughs> and but that's, that's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. So yes, I don't I don't I don't I don't see him like when I think of Keith Sweat, I don't think vocalist. I mean when nobody's saying yeah he's I going. think <laughs> baby making music. And I mean that's I what, think that, fornication. That's what he makes. You know? He know he knows his lane. I don't, I don't think, oh, Keith Sweat's a bop, baby. He <laughs> is out here blowing. No, not at all. But Bobby, Bobby Brown, mm. I, I, at one point, at what point, I, I, I was like, yo, Bobby, Bobby, you know, can sing, had a decent voice or whatever. I ain't heard this nigga sing a decent note in years. <laughs> 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 I heard a decent note in years, so I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me tell you something. I saw Bobby in a concert, like I would say about three, two, three years ago mm-hmm. in Charlotte. He came to do a concert in Charlotte, right? And so we were excited because, you know, Bobby is, you know, he's he's a legend, you know what I'm right. talking about? And I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to see Bobby Brown, you know, whatever. And this is after, I think this is after Christina's death. And oh, I think Bobby he, Christina. Yeah, Bobby Christina. And I think he was kind of supposed to be sobered up at that point or whatever or was going through stuff. I don't know. All I know is that motherfucker came on stage and was drunk as hell. He was so fucked up. He couldn't get through none of the songs. <laughs> the back, like his hype man had to basically carry the, carry the freaking um, show. He was dancing and singing more than Bobby. Bobby got mad. And when I say big man, he got so mad at us because we wouldn't stand up and like get like get into the show. He was like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Man, y'all ain't gonna come out. <laughs> we 
<laughs> Bobby? The fuck? He was slurring. He was, yeah. it was messy. I expect He literally less. threatened to leave stage. <laughs> Sir, do us the favor. But actually, no, we paid for tickets. Never mind. He was threatening <laughs> to leave the stage because we wasn't giving him the reciprocate. Like, he, we wasn't well, giving him what he wanted. Y'all knew what y'all was going to get when you went to get your tickets to see Bobby. Well, he wasn't the only person. It was like uh, a festival. Okay. Uh, it was other people. It was like um Dougie Fresh was there. Okay. Um the the main uh, the main person was um Babyface. Babyface okay. performed. Okay. And when I tell you guys, Babyface. I mean, we, we already know he can still perform. He, we saw his verses even though Man, listen. Yeah. That man has so much stamina. <laughs> he got stamina. But yeah, he 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 was like the best performance of the whole entire day. It was about I'd say about eight artists mm. to include Goody Mob. Okay, like that. Goody Mob B was there. Hmm. Um, Goody Mob CeeLo Green. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, he did he did an amazing. Bobby was the only fucking. <laughs> Bobby was the only weak link. It was just like, why are you here, sir? But okay. Because he needed the money. Apparently. Um, speaking of verses, uh, uh, Lil' Kim was on the red carpet for the BET Awards, the pre-show, and she announced that she would, they, were, they asked her, DJ Envy was at the, the interviewer, he asked her what she'd do with verses and who she would do it with, and she said yes, and immediately said, with Nicki. Mm. Nicki Minaj, cause she know that that would bring the numbers in. That definitely would. I mean, that might break that the would, internet. That would, that would definitely break it because they have not resolved their issues like mm-hmm. Brandy and Monica did. Oh well, they actually Brandy and Monica didn't really resolve. Well, they resolved it beforehand, but it's still we didn't really know much about how they mm-hmm. thought about each other. Uh, we just knew they didn't really care for each other, right? Um, so this one, yeah, this would probably be one of the biggest ones because both of them have big fan bases. Yes. Uh, so you got the Barb's and what little Kim Kardashian? Were they the bees? Can't be the bees. <laughs> we know who the bees belong to. Well, I mean, she was the original queen bee. <laughs> yes. And then facts. Beyonce came by, and so Beyonce acknowledges that she's the original queen bee. Um. So is that a versus that y'all be down to see? Hell yeah! TikTok would y'all? Would y'all go see? Would y'all see Beyonce? I mean, Beyonce. Beyonce. I mean, Lil Kim, Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj versus versus. Nicki I mean, that's Minaj. one that you just gotta really just. That would go down in the books. Yeah, that would that would shut Instagram down again. Yes, because they weren't prepared when uh Babyface and Teddy Teddy Riley Teddy Riley Teddy yeah. Riley they weren't prepared for that many people to be on a live at one time, and they had to expand the bandwidth, and now you know they're good. Mm-hmm. But that's good, you know, something like that had to happen, so you know they need to. Make it bigger so you can have more people on the live. Because, you know, one day we might have a million people watching us on live or something, you know? Ow. <laughs> Y'all know what a T.I. Yeah. is. Oh, but, yeah, go ahead. Nah, but um, Nikki would never agree to that. That's what a lot of people keep saying. She, I, I, why, she why would people never think? agree to that. She's a mom now. You know, she might have a different you know state of mind. You know? Motherhood don't always can, change they, everything they, about a woman. True. But, some some bitches will hold a grudge forever. <laughs> and I feel like she's one of those people that will hold a grudge forever. Mm. Um, unless she proved me wrong. Because yeah. at this point, like, her and Cardi should have been done hopped on a song. Yeah. 
Yeah. If if you want to talk about beast beast, that would be. I mean, but see, yeah, Cardi couldn't do a verse. So she don't have enough. Nah, not a verse. Just collab. I mean, yeah, they could collab. I'm just thinking like that would probably be something that would be another big one. But I'm like, Cardi's not big enough to do that yet. Well, she didn't have the catalog yet. <clears throat> no, she ain't got the catalog, but she big enough. Yeah. But she don't have the. She got the following, the audience, yeah. but she don't have the catalog. She, I mean, cause she and had, she don't have the bars either. Let's just be. <laughs> cute with it i love cardi okay she's probably one of my favorite female rappers right that's out right now but lyrically she can't do nothing with nikki oh no definitely not and i'm not a huge nikki fan you know what i'm saying but lyrically she can't do nothing with nikki mm -hmm. quite frankly there's not really a female artist hot right now other than rhapsody Ooh. Yeah. Other than Rhapsody that can fuck with Nicki lyrically. The rest of these bitches are just blow up dolls with a mic. <laughs> Let's just keep it cute. Like it's not it's not giving lyricists to me. Hmm. <laughs> Cause if all you talk about is sucking dick and getting Birkin bags, bitch, you're not you're not moving me. You're not moving me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And ain't nothing I could relate with. You know what I mean? But, you know, at the end of the day. I think um, I don't think Nicki would do a versus with anyone, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think it even just about Lil Kim. I don't think she would just. I feel like she feel like it's beneath her or some shit. She probably does, but um, I mean it would be good. It would be great to see. It would. It would be great it to would. see. Like I think the squat, bars they would love that. that. Yeah. Like they would fucking break all kind of banks to get to that versus. Yeah, um, they, like, it would be great. It would be great for her, like, I know she already got new music circulating or whatever, mm -hmm. but it'd be great, you know, for her coming out of motherhood and reconnecting with her fan base. I know she just got on TikTok. I know, I don't know if you guys know that oh, she is I didn't on. Know that. She is on TikTok now. Um, she just recently got on Instagram because she wasn't even no, on Instagram. No, she reactivated back. Yeah, and started getting on lives and stuff like that. Yeah, she did do that. Um, <clears throat> but it would be, it would be cool. Nikki will definitely bring the numbers with whoever mm -hmm. she do it with. Lil Kim, she'll bring the numbers, but it won't be like Nikki because Nikki, Nick, Nikki is like in her. She's still kind of in her prime right yeah, now. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. With Kim, um, you know, some of these young girls don't even know Kim and her catalog like that. They they know her. They might know her, not know her catalog. Yeah, they don't they know, know her because of the beef with Nikki. Yeah, they know about the beef, <laughs> but they don't know her work, her mm. body of work yet. So. Um, we do need that versus for Kim though, cause y'all yeah. really need to know about Kim's work. Cause what, what Kim and Foxy? That's that's one right there. Right? Yes. Mm. Hey, Swiss Tim, did you but, hear that? But, but Kim was Nikki. Um, I know Kim was Nikki. Um, uh, something something weird was going on with um, Foxy Brown recently, like some was, kind of health issue. Yeah, she has. She's like going like deaf. She's deaf in one ear or something. Like but that. I thought that a. Uh, that that been happened. I thought something else. Oh, I don't know about anything else. I thought some. I don't know. Some weird. Something was. I I remember hearing her name in the news recently. Moving on. Um, I hit two hundred followers on TikTok today. So damn it, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I was a celebrity. <laughs> Kevin J Stone on TikTok. Make sure you follow me. Uh, Maria, she already got like sixteen thousand followers up there. But you can follow her, Maria the Creative. C R E eight. Mm -hmm. T-I-V-E. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kevin J. Stone. <laughs> Steph the director. You can follow him too. Uh, yeah. So look, I made four videos today and put them out there. And one of them, 
for me, I don't get video views. It's like in the thousands, anything like that. But one of them today, I put it up there and it like, I'll check back like three, four hours later, it had like over a thousand views. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's, it, you probably posted at a, the right time. I, I guess. This is and like, it depends on what trend you're on. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I just be trying to do all the trends now. Whoa. My mic's still good? We good? Hold on. Make sure you cut this out, Maria. Cut what out? <laughs> this part right here. And we still recording. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what time? It's it? fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. All right. <laughs> so yeah, back to TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, follows up there. And uh, I'll be taking... I took some time today. Mm-hmm. To really get these videos out there, and I got one in my draft. I'm gonna release later, but um, yeah, follow us up there. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, here I'm I go. Getting, Are I you getting know. that? Is my phone? I don't. Know. Maybe my phone is uh in the way. What just happened? Because we were fine up until just a few minutes ago. Okay, we're good. All right, we back again. So let's move on down to this next topic. Um. And I think that it's going to be uh, different views between the both of us. But we're going to go ahead and talk about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby is friend. No, it's, it's been so long since he's been back. I feel like this happened weeks ago. But Bill Cosby is indeed free. He was free. Uh, he was released from prison on the last day of June. And people have been feeling some kind of way about it because he did like three years in prison. Mm-hmm. And he was, of course in there with like uh, with different charges of like up to 60 women mm-hmm. uh, claiming that he had phys- uh, not physically assaulted but sexually assaulted them I guess drugged them you know all that r- r- what did he, no what does he use quaaludes mm-hmm. allegedly and so um, Felicia Rashad came out and you know that she's going to be the new dean of she is well, the she, new is, dean. she is the new dean of what mm-hmm. is it, the fine arts Department at Howard University? Ah, uh, some department. Some department know. is dealing with, like, uh, acting. hmm And so she said that finally a wrong has been righted, a miscarriage of justice uh, has been made right. And a lot of people, including uh, the Howard alumni, were calling for her job to be taken because they felt that the, the tweet, I think it was a tweet, they felt that it was insensitive because a lot of people have been sexually assaulted, and uh, especially like at college universities, people get date rape drugs at parties, frat parties and all things like that. And they felt some kind of way. And then um, people were coming out and saying things that were going against what she was saying. I think Stephanie Mills, was it Stephanie Mills? No, Stephanie Mills was in support of him. Never, uh, never mind. It so, was um, <laughs> the black on Viv. Yes, she came out and, and was just like, I forgot her. I should have put a screenshot of her direct. Yeah, oh, tweet. she said, first of all, she tweeted a lot. She did. It was quite a few tweets. Did I, well, and maybe, she was like basically I, going in oh, on Felicia uh, Richard about no, her support. Damn, I thought I had it pulled up. She was just saying all kind of stuff. Um, and she said something about, you know, I've never met you before, but, you know, this is wrong of you to even say that. What about the victims? This, this. I mean, she just went on a complete rant. 
Yeah, I could have swore I had a screenshot of that tweet. I wanted to read it verbatim. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and just pull it up right now because I, I, I want to talk about it. So Janet Hubert uh, and Felicia Rashad. There we go, right there. Boom. So she called out. Janet Hubert is 73? No, Felicia Rashad is 73. Janet Hubert is 65. Okay, wait. Did she delete the... No. Okay, so Janet Hubert tweeted, Felicia, what are you thinking? Three exclamation uh, marks, points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one is it? Point? Exclamation, exclamation point. Marks. <laughs> marks. Exclamation marks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know you, to, but to say this was terribly wrong. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the shit shower. I am outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old ass guilty man. And she, uh, <laughs> she attached a gif of her on Fresh Prince. Anyway, uh, so well, let, let's just before we go any further, what are your thoughts on Bill Cosby being released from prison? Good. Why do you feel that way? <laughs> because, um, <clears throat> number one, just look le- le- the legalities of it all. Let's forget about guilty or not guilty. Let's look at what actually took place. So I'm just going to say it in layman terms so that, you know, for the sake of conversation, nobody mm-hmm. here is a uh, a legal professional. So right. fuck all the jargon, right? So basically what happened was when all these allegations came up and they were trying to um, Trump get the charges together so they could legally charge him with something, mm-hmm. right? All of the leads, all of the investigation that they did didn't really pan out to be anything hard evidential evidence that they could take to court and it stand. So what they did was because they couldn't get enough evidence to build up a solid case against uh, Mr. Cosby, they then said, well, we're going to have a deposition and basically all we want you to do is just kind of tell us what happened. It won't be um, admissible in the case. Um, We just kind of want you to talk about what happened and and we'll just kind of cut a deal like, mm-hmm. yo, you know, just kind of whatever. So what happened was during the deposition, Dr. Cosby, Mr. Cosby, whatever. Um, I like to call him Dr. Cosby because they did give him honorary doctorate. Uh, he admitted. admitted to doing some of those things. And some is enough to get your ass in prison. Right. So, however, not necessarily. So, however, what happened was when he did admit to some of those things, Mm -hmm. they lied and said, actually, gotcha. We're going to put your ass in jail. (laughs) Psych. Get your ass in these cuffs. So, that's what happened. But that was illegal. Okay. Because, again, 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 though, Mm. again, even in the deposition, they still didn't have enough. Even though he said he had done those things, it was still out of the things that he admitted to were completely out of the statute. So it was like off the record? If, no, no, not off the record. It was too old. It was too old. I was gonna say it was too old. Out so of the, statute the statute of, of Yeah, out statute of the statute of limitations. Of limits, uh, limitations. I think it was like, th- after, it was past 30 years. Okay. It was past 30 years. You heard what R. Kelly said. So, oh, this when, <laughs> so, <laughs> Those, that's what he talked about. So mm-hmm. what they were trying to do was it was some um, coach from the, the college that 
came and said that she. Wait. I'm gonna tell you why I'm laughing. Yeah, because I need to know what you're saying. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, first of all, the 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 the, the victim that they they actually sent him to jail for, for? the one that wasn't mm-hmm. outside of the statute limit because it was just, it was just kind of like 29 years. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was still some old ass shit. So it was this college coach. She said that he had violated her and did all this shit, right? And the reason why I was laughing is because when this case was being talked about, Damon Wayans was on The Breakfast Club and people got so angry at him because he was like, have y'all seen this bitch? Girl, who quilled you? Is that the one with like the Jerry Curl? Like... Yeah. Okay, I mean, listen. No, we don't know so what people, was mad was. At, he was, people was mad at telling him, but that shit was funny. Um, so with that being said, they ended up, um, they basically finessed him and, and, and tried to use that information to put him in jail. So that's why, um, he was able to literally walk free, not no parole, not registered as a sex offender, not none of that. He was able to walk scot-free because what you guys, um, need to realize is if he, in fact, if they, in fact, had a case for him and they fumbled the ball, they could always go back and rebuild the case. Mm. Do you understand? There's no case to build. <laughs> Do you get it? There's no case to build. He's innocent in some degree. In the court of law at this point, he's innocent. Did uh, he do some bullshit back then? I'm pretty sure he did. But he is innocent as 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 far as the courts are concerned right now. Okay. Well, uh, they found a loophole and in my I don't feel like he's innocent. I feel like the nigga was out here doing drugging bitches or drugging women, excuse me. <laughs> giving him a quick little with the intention to have sex with him. And that's what the fuck he did. Mm-hmm. I saw him interviewing uh this is how I, I knew someone was off him. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview with him. This was probably like like the early 2000s he had been <laughs> he had been hosting uh he was doing like a guest host for the tonight show mm-hmm. and the guest that he had was sophia vergara you know she's that has that real heavy cuban accent on uh Modern i know you talking about mm-hmm. yeah so he was interviewing her you know she has a real nice body you know mm-hmm. curvy and everything and bill cosby who was old as hell at, at that time still uh in like 60s well he's like 80 something now well, he he was old then. I think he older than that. So he was like at least you know in his late sixties, mm-hmm. early seventies. He looked old. He was just so the interview I saw. It's on YouTube. It was so uncomfortable to watch because he was like literally trying to flirt and get this woman to like, I guess, come back home with him. Have a drink. Yeah, I can't even remember. It might have been have a drink, but I know he was. He was, was he offering her a drink? He was talking about how he. I think he he was talking about how he had like uh. Gave girls like that Spanish fly shit or something like you know um Charlemagne used to do um this what he did is. to his, his 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 now wife but um he was saying he was he was just being real flirtatious and and making it really uncomfortable for her she was there to promote a movie and he was just he just kept taking the time to make sexual advances at her and I'm like nigga you are on uh one of the biggest nighttime talk shows in history the Tonight Show with David Letterman, I believe this was, or Jay Leno, one or two. Mm-hmm. Both of them were big. And you're going to do this on the air for everybody to see. I didn't see it. And so they aired I don't, it. 
I don't have any. I mean, I didn't see it live, but I, I saw it on YouTube mm-hmm. years later. And I was like, it was at that point I was like, okay, this nigga's guilty, and this man, to me, I, is I'm still trying to understand though why now why not why now though why not i mean everybody karma comes back slow sometimes but it's always gonna come back around it just doesn't i'm gonna tell you why it doesn't make sense to me because this country is not set up for black men to be successful right true so when they actually do reach a pinnacle of success it not just the black it the black community anybody i mean come on tulsa mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's always something that is going to destroy that right. right knowing that that means you have to be extra careful in the moves you make yeah but some of y'all Especially ain't that black- damn wise but he was already someone who was known to be like thinking he had this big power in hollywood but no, because but my name. point is not even okay. But forget the fact that he fell into the, the trap or whatever, or maybe he was a shit back. We don't know, right? But the point I'm trying to make is this: they, we know historically they don't want to see us win at that level, right? Right. What is it about Bill or R. Kelly? Oh shit! No, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what is it about the tape? No, 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 oh, okay. no. The tape definitely. <laughs> that was really what fucked him. But if there wasn't no tape, he would basically be up there with with, with Bill, the way we regard and revere, right? Mm. So my my point is, people will literally go out their way to destroy your success if you're a black man, right? They will. So why? Again, I'm asking why. Now, why thirty years later? I'm reading your, your comments. I'm on your live now. Somebody said Cooper J. Cooper Jr. seventy five said he is not guilty, but that doesn't mean he is innocent. I, I get that. I didn't say he's totally innocent, but in the courts, he is. He, in the courts, he is because the he they is. don't have anything to charge him with that will keep him in jail do you you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because all of most of the cases that they're discussing that have been brought up are they exceeded the statute of limitations i don't think i'm saying that right but you know what the i'm (laughs) saying you know so i don't i don't i don't it's just kind of like okay so at this point what do we do i mean well, well them releasing him from prison what does that say towards all the other people who are actually victims and feel like, well, damn! All you gotta do is be have somebody who has power, and, and you know, and be able to get a really good lawyer that can get you out, and you can get away with assaulting me sexually. See, I don't want to say what I want to say. Say what you want. This one, nah, nah. Because I'm telling, I don't want to get my live cut. Oh, okay. But I got you. it's just, y'all. I my point. Because out of sixty women, some of them were sexually assaulted. Okay. And I'm sorry that happened to him. I really am. I'm a survivor. Okay, take, My, take Bill Cosby I'm a out survivor. of the picture. What if this was just a, a regular Tom Jones or somebody? Just somebody, you know, who's not... Like a soldier boy? Somebody that we... Yeah, we, so we, nobody want to talk about that shit. Now, I'm, and I'm guilty. Because you know I love me some soldier boy. Right, okay. But, but he wrong as fuck. He's out here beating women. He's out here raping women. Mm-hmm. They've said that shit. 
But don't nobody will hear that. Don't nobody will hear that. We all focusing on Bill. I'm just saying, like, if we do a scrub, like, if we're going to give Bill that same energy, give it to every goddamn body. Nah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying so, y'all motherfuckers pick and choose who y'all want to freaking cancel and give that energy to. You know what I'm saying? But it's real live niggas out here still getting, putting in bops, getting numbers on the charts, and we're supporting the fuck out of them, and they're doing probably more heinous shit than Bill. Okay, so let, let's 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 flip a little bit. So, okay, Bill Cosby's out. How do you feel with like Harvey Weinstein? Steve? Fuck that guy. He looks greasy. Does and he disgusting. need to stay in prison? Is that the case? Like, Ew. <laughs> does he need to be you know released? <clears throat> no, he he wasn't he fucking with kids. Mm, no, sorry. he wasn't fucking with kids. He was he was fucking with the actress in Hollywood. Uh, he would take him you know back to his, his his office and do things. But these are all that we know. They were all women of eighteen or older. Mm. No kids were involved as far as I remember. Mm. No, not with him. But all his shit was recent. True, but I'm just saying. All that shit happened recently. True, but I mean, hey. Um, what it? He was sexually. You my know, my thing is again, like I said, is it's hard for me to. And again, it could be a bias. I can admit that it could be a bias because of the way I revere. Bill oh, Cooper J seventy Cooper Junior seventy five said Michael Jackson is another. Oh, you're not reading your comments over there. I'm reading for you. <laughs> well, I can't because I'm 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 talking <laughs> yes. here. But thank you guys for interacting. I love it. Thank you. Um, but but Bill, but Michael Jackson was a completely different thing. Um, Michael didn't do it. I'm sorry. I do not <laughs> believe not, that. I, I, don't I would think never. Michael did either. I don't I would never ever it there's been nothing that has been presented to us any stories any none of that has been presented that has made me feel even inkling that he might have done it like I I don't believe I still to this day don't believe Michael did that at all um it I'm I'm I I I struggle to even know that Bill did some of the things that he did I do I do well, the thing we and but, uh, we we look at Bill Cosby as honestly like a lot of us look at him as like uh, my TV Huxley. dad. Yeah, he's Cliff Huxtable, and that, those are two different people. Different people, right? That's of course a scripted character. Bill Cosby is a celebrity that we a lot of people idolize, and that's one reason we have to stop idolizing celebrities because we don't know what they do. In the that is fact. That's home. fact. That's absolute fact, and that's that's the point I'm making is. Honestly, we all out here living in glass houses. True. All all our favorite celebrities, even Will ass. Even Will. Even you know, they all living in glass houses, and yeah. I'm pretty sure we're gonna be shocked as shit when we find out things that <laughs> happen around yeah. in a house. You know what I'm saying? And, so and, and so bring it back to Felicia. That's why it hurt me that she said what she said because of the fact that I'm just like what? Don't don't say anything at all. First of all, I do not understand y'all beef with her. I'm I don't. Not, I'm not beef, I don't see I'm, what, I'm what this she with do I, wrong. I'm not beefing with. Her. I'm just for her to be like you know he's innocent. I want he's not innocent. Just, but if that's her opinion. That, yeah, that's her opinion. Yeah. She, so how does and, that? And, and she's entitled to have that. But I'm just like, you know, that's gonna come across insensitive. So just. Just you know, if you feel, that's kitchen table talk. If you feel that kind of way, just don't Bruh, say, don't listen, say anything think at all. About, and could you could you could you could you consider this? Could you consider this? What's that? Okay, boom. Felicia Rashard and Bill Cosby worked side by side together, they, and I thought for a very for for a cinch for a decade. Yeah, they right. Did. 
Okay, that's like her well, TV did, husband. They, they, they and show, I'm pretty they sure did, they, they, they did the re, uh, reboot Cosby Show. The reboot back um, in the early 2000s. And I'm pretty she worked on he worked on shows with her sister Debbie. Mm-hmm. Debbie was a, a, a executive different world. producer. Exactly. So they have a bond. That's they her do. people. Right. Like if you or Steph got into any shit. I'm holding you down. Right. You know and, that. And I understand that. I don't give a fuck who mad about it on TV or on, on the internet. I understand that. I got that. your back. But I'm going to ride for you. But I, I, if I'm if I'm being accused of assaulting or sexually assaulting 60 women. And, and I'm going to say, I don't I, know that and person. And I own up to it. To own up to Well, then to I'm going to shut the fuck up. Well, the, he, but he, <laughs> well, the thing is, he, well, okay, that's the thing. He owned but up I to still, it, and she didn't shut the fuck up. No, what she was speaking to was what they did to Bill was illegal. It was a miscarriage of justice. True. What, what, what was move that for an illegal move. He did something illegal. They doing something illegal, too. Oh, come on. Eye for an eye. Bro, <laughs> y'all, come on, man. Come on, that's not fair. That, that's not it's fair. It's not fair what he did, either. Oh, it's not, it's not fair with it. But let's go ahead and talk more about what Bill Cosby is trying to do now. So now he wants okay. to he wants to put out a documentary. Um, apparently they've already been interviewing people in his family. Um, I'm looking for my charger. Go ahead. Okay, they've been interviewing people in his family, and he also wants to get back on the road and do mm-hmm. uh, do comedy. Um, Bill Cosby, of course, is and he's got to be in his late eighties. He oh, and he can't see. And yeah, and he can't see. I don't know who stage he's trying to get on. <laughs> I mean, he would have to sit down the whole. Let me tell you I think something. the last time he did an actual stand up special, he actually sat down the whole time. It he was, did. It was like right before he went. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because people was yelling shit at him. Yeah. <laughs> they they were. Um, go ahead. What were you about to say? Though? I don't remember anymore. Just, so, I I'm just like Bill. Look, you just got out. Just just calm down. You want to get back on the road? I don't know who wants to see what people do want to see. Because Maria, you know, she's she's on she's on your side. Me, I don't want to see. I, I have seen Bill Cosby before. He actually spoke. <laughs> he was the uh, the keynote speaker at my brother's graduation when he graduated from Hampton University mm-hmm. back in two thousand and three, um, or two thousand yeah two thousand three. But um, all I remember is that he was he was talking that not really talking. Well, he was saying how black people use the word nigga so much, like they say in past assault. And he was saying how black, you know, men all or the the young men are always having their pants behind the, you know, down below the ass and everything. And I'm just like, well, nigga, you out here drugging bitches. Ah! Don't come and dress us. Sweep up your own doormat before you come to us. Lord, <laughs> nigga, we didn't know back then what you were doing, <sighs> but you want to cause that. And I don't like people like that. Like to call y'all. Like a lot of these Christians at church, they want to call y'all and everything. But behind closed doors, they are out here sleeping with uh, married, you know, men or women, doing drugs, drinking. Fucking like crazy, having back pages, OnlyFans, all that mess, murdering, low, murdering, and then they want to try, you know, try to judge us. Don't judge me when you're doing shit that's way worse than what I'm doing. Mm. So listen, Bill, that, he, and that kind of ties into the film that we're going to be reviewing tonight because yeah. um, it talks about how mm. those types of things kind of hide in those types mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. So I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. So you want to see Bill Cosby on the roof? Oh, you want to see that? <laughs> shit. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> if I'll, hey, if I'm sitting here watching Soulja Boy turn up on Versus, God damn it, I want to see Bill. Well, there you have it. I'm I'm good on Bill. He he, Bill, need, I wanna see, Bill hey. needs to chill. Hashtag <laughs> Bill needs to chill. First of all, I just want to see what he got to say. Really, I mean, you. Talk. I just want, and, and he about to sue. He it, about to get all his bag back. He is about to sue, but so. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't want to, I, I do, you know, I feel for 
the victims, you know, in, in this situation, um, uh-huh. I think that, you know, you guys, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, sp- I'm sparsing my words here. <laughs> um, I just feel like, you know, I feel like he got his karma. Okay. He went to jail. He, he's been humiliated. But very his, light karma he got. I don't think so at all. Cause he can't live this shit down at all. Cause black people ain't going to never let it go. Um, he, he's, he's got a scarlet letter on his chest. Like he's wearing his karma guys. I mean, goddamn, what you want the nigga to do? You know, this, he has no legacy anymore. Okay. Mm. Like his name is fucking tarnished. And that's, the most important thing you have in this world mm-hmm. more than your money is your good name. I know that's what that's how I was raised anyway. Um, y'all got him. He's y'all got him. The motherfucker two breaths away from death. What else do you want from him? He literally can't see. He can barely walk without assistance. He done spent the last, I guess, couple of years he could have got a good pump in. He done spent that in jail. He can't do nothing now but sit on the stage and talk to the dark because he can't see your faces. <laughs> <laughs> what was Camille doing this whole, like, whole time? Like when he was She doing divorced that? him. I mean, but back in the day when he was doing all that drugging and whatnot. Ooh. The same thing that every other... Turning a blind eye? Exactly. The same thing that freaking Dre's wife was doing all these years. The same mm-hmm. thing that... Uh, R. Kelly's wife was doing all these years. Oh, yeah, the same did. thing that Har- Harvey Weinstein's wife was doing all these years. I'm just saying, like, it ain't no different. It ain't no different. All right, well, let's move on. We, we talked about that. For we a shall while. have. We don't wear that <laughs> bill out. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so, Bill. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, real quick. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, if you were a fan of the show, like we were. Uh, Lovecraft Country. HBO is not going to be bringing that show back mm-hmm. for a second season. And um, we saw. Do you I, know why? Why? Do uh, you know why? For the most part, yeah. Oh, why? Well, <clears throat> they're not bringing um, Lovecraft Country back because the director, the creator of the show, Misha Green. Misha Green. The second season was going to be about the four, New South. Yeah, so it was four. Di- it was four different nations. You had your so it was going to be four different the nations. The um the Tribal, bottom. Yeah, so the bottom half was the New Negro Republic. Then mm-hmm. the uh, the up north part, uh, in the northeast part was the uh, Jefferson Commonwealth. In the middle of Central America was the White Lands, and then pretty much majority of the whole country was the tribal nations of the West. So yeah, there's so- a map. Um, I don't know. You can show it to your TikTok, but there's a map there. This is and what was, the um, so the green part was the tribal nations of the West. The black was, of course, the New Negro Republic. The white part was the White Lands, and then the up north was that other section that I can't remember. The yellow. It's the Jefferson Commonwealth. Yeah, Jefferson Com- Commonwealth. So the black part was going to represent where basically this is Negro Nation. Yeah. So it would have been um, the owned, ran, occupied by all black people. Mm-hmm. And it was separate by nations in in the um. It's separate by um, by divided by the states or whatever. So, um, 
the network felt like that was going to upset some Karens and Kevins around the country. Oh, they call them Kevins. I knew you was going to say that. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. How are they going to be me, a black and Kevin, and my mama. mom, a black? We can't be having this now. <laughs> Y'all killing both of us. Or let's just say it would upset the, in, the insurrectionists. Insurrectionists. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That's the yeah, nice that's word. <laughs> that's the that's the word we want. I'm like, I ain't done nothing. Well, I ain't white anyway. But <laughs> no, because that dude in in New Jersey that um, was harassing black people in the um, the neighborhood pulled up oh, on you know, him, and I never even watched it the whole. But I saw, and they called him a Kevin. So that's what I was like. Okay, so that's the fuck thing. him too. Yeah, he, yeah. But um, got arrested. So the network felt like that would upset basically the white supremacists in this country, and they didn't want to um, go and do that fight. So what they ended up doing was, we just gonna cancel you, honey. Yeah, go on, go on, what you, go on about your business. So, well, can we just talk about how HBO keeps canceling black shows that are great or not? Well, not. They didn't necessarily can't because the watch Watchmen didn't want to come back. Period. Because of the director. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I feel like something's going on, on HBO with the black shows over there, just like not getting enough support from the people in the higher up or the execs over there, because these stories need to be told. Mm-hmm. I feel like Watchmen. Watchmen, of course, even though I hadn't seen it, I read enough about it to know what it was about. And I definitely feel like it deserved another season. I feel like the director should have looked out for the black people and got more stories told because we need as much of us as we can get because this, the, the entertainment industry has been run by white people for as long as we can remember. But I feel like um, that change is coming. It's it's a slow process as always. But you're seeing more black directors. We are. You're seeing more black leads more black um um casted shows you know mm-hmm. um so i feel like it's it's coming it's just you know it's still that old baby boomer generation that still have deaf grips on positions in in hollywood that's still gatekeeping and then you also got the coons who yes. are gatekeeping yeah. as well who get you know get into some of those positions you know, um, they tend to be more dangerous and more problematic than actual racists, in my opinion, you know, because they're able to pl- to play both sides. Because because yeah. coons don't never wear like a shirt that says I'm a coon. Like you kind of have to you kind of happen against, you know, happen upon that information about them. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's it's coming, but, you know. She don't they always have the option to shop it to another network though? Well, not always. Um, and being this show is so big, they might not have the option to, uh, because it might be like I guess licensing rights or something like that. Um, I would hope they will, but I don't know what other network can pick it up besides maybe like Amazon Prime because they they do pretty good. Yeah, um, Amazon Prime, Netflix. You know they'll take it. I, but see Netflix, they I Man, Netflix are taking they they be putting too much stuff over there and then it's just like they don't really focus on what they need to focus on. Mm. I mean I haven't seen a show like this on Netflix. Um They could always I do can, um was it stars? 
Because you got P Valley up there. You got P Valley. That's very of risky. Course, um, power. Power's up there. So. Yeah. They could possibly do But they're like competition. I don't know if they would be able to even go over there. It might be some kind of like of, I don't know. Oh, like com- competition um, clause or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Competitive. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, who knows? We well, Hopefully, you know, if she wrote a banger or whoever wrote that banger like that, you can always take your talents somewhere else. It's, it's not yeah. always the end all be all. I don't ever believe that. So. Yeah, I'm I'm too stubborn to believe in a no when yeah. I want a yes. <laughs> yeah. So except for when it comes to sexual stuff. So because <laughs> that sounds yeah. a little rapey. No means no. No means no Bill in that Cosby. sense. But in business, it does not mean no. <laughs> it's just a soft yes. And you cannot <laughs> get somebody a drink so that you can just get consent however you want to, Bill Cosby. What they say? I can't say. Oh uh, what Oh, let me see what they said. I, I, got, I went back out of it. Let me go back to your live and see what y'all yeah. were saying. They said, uh, let's see. Baby. Lovecraft Country really didn't know what kind of show it wanted to be. Cooper J. I keep calling you Cooper J. Cooper Jr. 75. He really been, he or she has really been talking. Thank you, Cooper. <laughs> but nah, actually, um, I, I think, think it, it knew exactly what yeah. it was. It it was pretty much laid out for you. See, yeah. the thing was, there was different elements that were playing into it. I think the sci-fi part of it made it kind of a little, maybe a little confusing and making it seem like it didn't have a true direction. But it, actually, it did because Lovecraft Crunch, Lovecraft Country came from a book. It's an actual book. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to kind of follow that. Mill 45, Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, sorry. My bad. It's, uh, Cooper Jr. 75 is a mill from Baltimore, Maryland. 45 years old. Okay. Oh. He, he was making sure. He let me know because I said I ain't know. Oh. <laughs> well, gotcha. thank you. Gotcha. Baltimore. That's what Steph is from, right? Yep. That's where hey. um, our other co-host is from. He's from Baltimore. He's not here tonight, but he will be here next week. Next week, yeah. So make sure you tune in so you guys can um talk and stuff. So, yeah. All right. All right, so uh, lastly, uh, we're gonna go ahead and try to you know get to the, the review, but uh, this was a big thing that was talked about over the week. Shakiri Richardson, she will not be going to the Olympics. She uh, tested positive for weed in the system, and that is not a, in what do you call it, enhancer or some kind of drug that will make you run faster. If anything, I feel like it would slow you down. Well, yeah. it was it was a reporter, I forgot what um, outlet or network they were on. That about, came out and said the that she, huh? You talking about the racist tweets that she is? Well, no, beyond no, no, no. It was one of them that basically said the um that we was a um a performing enhancement drug. Okay. And as for somebody who is an avid smoker, I can I can one hundred percent let you know that's a fucking lie. <laughs> I haven't ran nowhere in years. <laughs> Okay, when I go work out, goddamn, I got about a good thirty minutes. That's all I got. So you said the only thing you run is your mouth. Yeah, I'm good at that. <laughs> and I could run these hands if I need to oh, as well. Run, run them hands. Run them, I, but I don't them. choose violence until I have to. But um, first of all, um, they keep running with this narrative like, oh, she just went and smoked some weed, and 
what people are failing to realize is number one, she's a young woman. She's what, 19? 21. 21. 20? 21. Mm -hmm. And her mother just her birth mother just died and she found out about it. I think during a freaking interview. No. Well, yeah, well, it was the week, but she had found out that she had died the week before that run that qualified her for the Olympics. Oh, so in from the little bit of information that I did get or learn about her is um, she didn't have a relationship with her birth mother. Her mm-hmm. grandmother, grandmother raised, raised her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what was going on. I think her mom was on drugs or something like that. I think, yeah, I think that's right. So she wasn't really in her life. So... um. Her her grandmother basically is her mom, and so to find out that your your birth mother died and you didn't really get a chance to really reconcile with them, um, that is traumatic for a young woman, and it's a lot of pressure to be on top. That's the other part that y'all not seeing. Y'all always judging these young um athletes, these young um entertainers who are like hitting pivotals of success that you probably will never see in your lifetime. At, that's a lot of pressure because now you got the whole world looking at you. True. You can't even fart without a motherfucker t- talking about it on a blog. That's a lot of pressure. Two things. First, a fuck you to that Australian reporter, uh, Claire Le- Lehman, for saying, <laughs> for tweeting, not sure whether the nails are fake or real, or real or fake, but in case you didn't know, very strong nails and hair can be a side effect of steroid use. Then she said, look, people in track know who is and who isn't on the roids. Just because they couldn't ping her on it doesn't mean they don't know. Fuck you for being so racist to say something like that and say that her hair and her nails is a reason why (laughs) she would be on steroids. How how does that even connect? If you have long nails, well, I guess, you know, people use a pinky, uh, like a long nail to sniff coke, but I mean, that's not even steroids. But... Even if they do have long nails, that don't mean you do coke. That don't mean you do have steroids. Who nails grows out like that? <laughs> right. right. And like the way she has her, they definitely don't grow that way. Who nails grows out like that? Nobody's. Who hair grows out that color? Black person. Or anybody for real. Even redheads hair I mean, aren't yeah, that it, it, red. It, it, That's yeah, not that, that same yeah. shade. Mm. It's not a natural shade of red. You cannot be this ignorant. You guys are willfully ignorant at this point. Y'all just saying shit at this point. And that's why it has a lot of, um, you know, uh, racial undertone. When you say mm-hmm. things like that, because you come on, man, you ain't got to be black <laughs> to see that that shit is not yeah. her real nails and her real hair. And you can yeah. also tell that she's not doing steroids because if women do steroids, guess what? They get beards and shit. We start growing mm. hair in other places because it activates more testosterone in our bodies. So therefore, our bodies will perform will produce more of male qualities than women. Who doesn't know the fuck that? <laughs> I'm just saying, like they just willfully er- ignorant oh. at this point. Steph is up in the on your live right now. He said, "Maria, dial that red light down right now. It's too hot." LOL. JK. JK. Tell his ass to come do it. <laughs> uh, Cooper Jr. And it's not red. <laughs> Cooper Jr. It's says pink. it can be used as an unusually strong pain reliever, giving an advantage as an athlete. Um, okay. I, we, I, we, a pain we, reliever? That's we. just like taking Tylenol. That's not going to help your performance. That doesn't help you do better. The whole point is don't discredit what she, the work she's done. She's actually that fast. Like her body naturally 
produce that pr- performance. It wasn't any help. It wasn't any help from any kind of drugs. That's that's the insult. All it's right. like she can't do it on her own. My second point. Knowing that this was something she was, I guess, was trying to do, qualify for the Olympics. Where was her team to make sure that while she was doing all this stuff, that she was not out here smoking weed? I mean, I get it. She was she was doing that to, you know, trying to, you know. She was out of town. Right. She was, okay, she was out of town. So if she's trying to do something this big, somebody's got to be checking on her, making sure she's not doing something that could stop her from getting to where she's trying to get to. I know. And that's that's why I preach to my son about the quality of people you have around you. Yeah, your your coach has to be on you like all the time to the point you're annoyed because they see the greatness in you and see where you're about to go. They know you're fast and you can't get caught out here caught slipping because you're black, you're a woman, and you got the, the nails and the hair and they're already going to look at you a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So who was there in her corner to make sure that she was on the, the right track? Not saying smoking weed is wrong because it's not, but who was there to make sure that they didn't have any kind of thing out there to try to eliminate her in any kind of way. Because once you once you won, they were already but coming at her. you got to think about it. I mean, they're not all going to be around her 24-7. She is True. 21, and she just won but you gotta a like, huge But you got to really pound that into her head, how important it is that she is not doing anything that could jeopardize her Bruh, career. I'm telling you, that that it's. That, I'm sure some she's had this conversation. That's why yeah. she said she's human. And she says she's at peace with her now that she's not going. Yeah, I, it's a hard but lesson that, a that she has that you, to learn. But that's a lot of work she put into to try to get, and she knew what she was trying to do. Hey, man, we've all fucked up. We have, and she's young, and that's why I'm trying to, you know, she's 21. And but she it, she's she's taking the L with stride. She's not blaming nobody. She's not shift yeah. blaming. She's taking it in stride. And when she comes back, she's going to be more prepared, and she won't do that again. Some people got to learn hard lessons. And, uh, and, and then you got to think, some people around you, they, they're excited for your success and things and such like that, but they're not really responsible. You feel me? True. At the end of the day, they really not. I and mean, sometimes yeah. people kind of don't want you to go to that next level. Mm, yeah. Subconsciously. They don't. And they you know, definitely don't want they, her to go. And they not they might not go out their way to sub- sabotage, but they def- definitely ain't going to stop you from sabotaging it. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So but said, all right, y'all. Shout uh, out to her. Gotta wake up early, y'all. Keep being great. He loves it. Appreciate you, Steph. All right. So, uh, I think that's all I, we got for the topics for this week. We're going to take all a right. break and we're going to come back and we're going to review the film The Seventh Day on Netflix. All right. All right. So, Let's y'all are going to we'll be right back. What up, fam? First, we would like to thank all of our listeners who have been tuning in every week to listen to the funniest, most entertaining podcast crew. On behalf of Kevin J. Stone, Steph the Director, and Maria the Creative, we appreciate your love and support. We are happy to announce that Ayo Listen to This Fam is now live streaming on iHeartRadio's platform. That's right, guys. We on iHeartRadio. Our audience is growing, and it's thanks to our AYO Listen to This Fam podcast family who is sticking beside us, and we thank you. Make sure you check us out on iHeartRadio, where we'll be still bringing you fresh content every week. That's film, TV, and hot topics, as always. Make sure you tune in. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, as we said before the break, we are reviewing a film on Netflix called The Seventh Day. Uh, it's a 2021 film starring Guy Pierce, Vadir Derbez, and Stephen Lang. Uh, the synopsis is an inexperienced priest teams up with a hardened exorcist to stop the demonic possession of a young boy. The darkness lies where they least expect it. It's a runtime of 100, not 100, an hour and 27 minutes. Rated R, horror mystery on Netflix. And it's directed by, let's actually get into the IMDb, Kevin, not that. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> it's directed by, oh, well, before I even say who it's directed by, you know, if you're tuning in for the first time, the way we direct, uh, the direction, the way that we review films is on seven key components. And those components are directing, writing, cinematography, editing, acting, set design, and the sound. Now back to the director. The director is Justin P. Lang. I'm assuming that's Lang. Yeah, Lang. Lang. It's Lang with an E at the end, so it could be Lange, but I'm thinking Lang. Uh, he is known mm-hmm. for a 2018 film called The Dark. So he's known for writing horror or directing horror films. Mm-hmm. Right, he so, wrote this too. And he wrote it. Yes, mm-hmm. he was also, also the writer. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get into that. The, well, I guess we can put those together since he did both. Directing and writing-wise, um, Maria, what do you have as far as Justin Lang's uh, take on this story? Well, the story he wrote. <laughs> um, first of all, if you guys listen to our show, you know that I'm a huge horror fan. Um, I do like the, um, I guess, the um, horror, the uh, religious um types of stories like i was a fan of the exorcist so um which is why i suggested that we do this one um it was you know a newer um exorcist movie as far as the the directing went um there was a couple of marks that i felt like he missed um as far as story building um, there was a lot of holes missing. Um, there were some unexplained storylines, um, underdeveloped characters. Um, and I'll say this when Guy Pierce, uh, with uh, he played Father Peter, mm-hmm. I felt like he was uh, underdeveloped. Go ahead. Exactly. Um. It, it, the story, just to kind of give you guys a little context, um, Father Daniel is a new um, recruit out of, uh, I guess, a, a exorcist type of school, an exorcist school Top where of his he class. Gets, um, trained, and uh, Father Peter is supposed to be like his um, mentor or, or train, ah, mentor, yeah. I guess, um, but. He was the mentee to Keith David, who was Father, Father Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. So Keith David was in the beginning. He he was the first person to die. Black man. So <laughs> there's that part. <laughs> um. So he dies in the first scene, and um, Father Peters, feet Peter, which is Guy Pierce, he basically becomes the main the new new uh, father lewis father lewis basically so now he's the trainer Mm -hmm. and 
So Daniel comes into the picture and now, you know, he's trying to become a good exorcist and all this. And then God Pierce kind of takes like this kind of like training day. It yeah. felt like. Yeah. Like when when um Denzel got with his trainee and he was kind of, mm. you know, not really excited to be working with him yeah. because he, you know, he felt like he's a rookie and he don't need to be running the streets with this guy. Um, so and then, you know, you kind of see uh, Father Daniel just, you know, acting really shy and nervous and well, you know, he was unsure. fresh out of, fresh out of uh, you know, exorcism mm-hmm. school. So first day on the job, like a rookie, he doesn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And um, So he's just kind of, you know, you know, kind of a, a ball of nerves yeah. and stuff. And so... Father Peter is coming off like this real gangsta um, type of preacher, unorthodox. Doesn't walk around with the the cloak and the in the the you know the suit and all that yeah, stuff. He wears regular clothes. Yeah, so he's I guess he's like the rebel or whatever. So he takes him to his first exorcist to kind of see where where he is and how he does in the field and all this stuff. And um, it was just really odd. What? No, it wasn't odd. That was a dumb word. It was very predictable. It was like as soon as he walked in the scene, you knew um, that Doctor Daniel, I mean Doctor, that Father well, Daniels was gonna fold in in that situation. Um, you knew who the actual demon was. I knew on the onset when he walked in there, it was the woman. Oh, see, I didn't. And yeah, I knew on the onset because of the way she had walked up because. If you think about it again, the, remember he kept saying demons don't, they're very clever. Yeah. They, they don't, don't show themselves. Show them. They always, the ones that you least expect. And of, she was, they positioned her to be this old sweet angel of a grandma who mm-hmm. was out here feeding the homeless. Like who would expect her? Right. And I was like, yep, that's her. <laughs> it's definitely her. And it was just, I don't know. It felt, a lot of it felt very predictable. Um, It was some, like, even the jump scare. When Peter went, when doctor, I mean, stop saying doctor. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> when Father Daniels went into the house um, after he failed his first, I guess, test. Exorcism, yeah. Um, and he went to the house after. When he sent them in there. Um, I knew then, like, okay, so the jump scare was when he was looking under the bed when he heard the little boy called his oh, name. Oh, yeah, Charlie, yeah. And then he went he went under the bed. You just knew something was going to jump out. Mm-hmm. We knew that. Yeah, that, that, it that was... It was just a matter of when. Yeah. So he come, he gets down there with the flashlight, and then the thing jumps out. And then it, they didn't explain how he was able to walk in the house and see everything play out, how the murders happened, how the little boy Charlie was... Well, so Peter, Father Peter had told him to go in there and let it uh, just to get inside of you. So I guess let the house, let the spirits of the house come inside of you. So he sat down, and then when he sat down for a minute, he just kind of like put himself together, and he just like all the spirits started rushing towards him. Uh, we didn't see them actually physically start rushing toward him, but it you could tell it like his mind was opening up, and he could actually see what was about what was going on or what happened there so that's when he got up and started walking around the house it just made it seem like he was a clairvoyant yeah yeah and priests don't have that kind of power that's um, what i'm saying i was like 
That was very confusing. It mm. made no that that didn't translate well, director, oh. because it didn't speak to um if you're gonna go in house like if you don't have clairvoyancy, how are you able to see that stuff? Mm. The spirits don't. You know what I'm saying? That's not really yeah. how they work. Me? I don't think that's not how. Yeah, that's not how it works. As far and as we know. Yeah, and plus it was other not just in that house. It was other situations where. He was being shown what happened. And I'm like, but he doesn't have the clairvoyant gift. Like, they're trying to make yeah. it seem like he had a supernatural gift, but he was yeah. just a regular schmegler. Yeah. You know? So that was, the the you know, some of the problems I was having with it. Going back to, to Father Peter, and, um, of course, like we said, spoilers, uh, we're going to be taking place throughout this whole review. I want to know what happened after, you know, that first exorcism he did with Father Lewis when Father Lewis died. Mm. What happened to make him, I guess, have that... What? Uh, okay, are they saying that the time that Father Lewis did that exorcism, he had the demons in... Peter had the demons in him then? No. Okay, so I want to They're know. saying that during the exorcism, when Father Lewis was killed because he had the demon, I guess. Okay, he had the demon in him. And, and when it, they killed him and put the thing in his neck, that the so the thing with, with evil spirits is they have to, or a spirit has to have somebody. a body. It has to have a host, yeah. So I guess he made him the host at that point. Okay. So then the, I guess the new thing was instead of, because um, most exorcists, they're just kind of dealing with one demon. Mm -hmm. This particular demon was creating an army. Yeah, he was because he had him training different priests, and I guess he was. Yeah, so I guess he was up. the head demon, mm -hmm. and he was looking for the host. Um, and what better host to have is an exorcist? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so moving on down to well, his, that's directing and writing, cinematography, and the cinematographer of this film is. Damn, I just saw. Oh, here we go. Cinematographer is Nick Nick Remy Matthews. Nick mm -hmm. Remy Matthews. What? Is, oh yeah, and they're known for the 2018 film Hotel Mumbai, Mumbai, Mumbai. Mm -hmm. um, cinematography wise, um, I wrote that my favorite shot was the shot of them. When, it was towards the end when Charlie was actually being interrogated by the uh, I guess police officers mm -hmm. and. The lights started flickering out, and then people were dying as he was, he was killing people as the lights kept flickering. Mm. So I thought that was that was cool. Mm -hmm. um, it so. felt it felt a little low budget, a little bit that scene. Yeah, I can get that. Um, I can't say I had a favorite shot in this one. Some, cause like when I look at framing, right? Not to say that I'm like one that can do it or better, but I'm I'm cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a particular way that cinematographers frame up shots where mostly everything in the shot is symmetric, mm -hmm. and my brain kind of works that way. Like I see things. In symmetric shapes. That's how, I guess that's how my brain processes the world. Mm -hmm. So when things are crooked and things like that, I can immediately see it. Gotcha. Does that make sense? 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of the shots that I saw that I kind of paid attention to were they weren't very symmetrical. Um, I know I know he he uses some um give me Dutch like, shots. give one example that was not symmetrical to you. Um like there were shots like when he was like he was like on a wall and like the lines were weren't lined up. Like it was just Okay. I can't really explain it. <laughs> um I'm I'm trying to see like right here. You see this door frame right here? Okay, yeah. So Got yeah, it, you know, it's just kind of. And that was nice. Still, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, with the lighting and everything. Yeah, that that that's that's cool. Um, it's let me see, mm. not that one, but you know, this shot is a little off symmetrically. You know, um, like this is symmetrical. You see, um, you have everything is kind of um, in a there. There's like. The, the the rule of thirds. So you have your your thirds here, mm-hmm. and see he's on the back thirds over here, and so I can see everything's lined up nicely. Mm. So, but like it was a wall back here. Like, see, this is not very symmetrical. You know, n- not that it was intended to be. Right. You feel me? That's, but that's, yeah, that's, it kind of it, it'll busy your mind. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, um, I I, I was struggling with some of that. Um, seeing some of that so um they don't have a whole lot of production um y'all should have hired me to do bts (laughs) so that that i will say that there wasn't i I like the way they did light the interrogation scene i like a good interrogation scene just just to let you know Mm -hmm. i like a good like when y'all did and um that girl's music video. Deja Monet. Yeah. Yes, Deja Monet when you were the um interrogator. Mm-hmm. That like that's one of my favorite um photo shoots. You know what I'm saying? It, it just I don't know. The simplest the yeah. dramatic lighting and you can it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> um I do like the way they lit that up, but as far as like the action that was going on in there, it just looked at a little you know what I mean? Yes. Um Yeah. What else you got? All right, well, Move on down to the editing. I, I mean, I have nothing else. Editing. I have something for that. Okay, well, I'm going to say, so, yo, yeah, so editing and sound kind of. So, like, remember okay, this scene well, right editor, here? Before you say that, the editor is Josh Ethier. Uh, he's known for the 2019 film Bliss. Mm-hmm. So. And you said sound too, right? Yeah, it was more, yeah, it was more of the sound. I, I guess sound and editing would kind of be the same yeah. thing because they could have um caught that. Okay. Well, the composer is Gavin Brivik. Known for the 2021 film, Wild Indian. It's a thriller film. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Sound so, like, it. for instance, this this um this episode oh, yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this. With, with the pencil went into yeah. the hand. See, that was not a good edit for me. There was no sound that complemented the mm-hmm. sound of the pencil penetrating the skin. Yeah. You didn't hear it. No, you didn't. Then when they were in the room and he was throwing them around, you didn't hear the, you didn't hear yeah. none of that. It didn't sell it for me. And I think that was probably part of why I felt like it felt a little um, low budget because the audio just didn't support all the shit that was happening yeah. in that scene. You gotcha. feel me? Okay. Um, 
Me, I mean, yeah, that was that was something that just stood out. Edit, what else? Uh, editing wise, I don't think. Um, I, I didn't mean. understand why these people, the 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 murdered um, the family that the, family that was Charlie was, had murdered. Yeah, what was the whole point of them being there? They really didn't serve much of a purpose for the film. I mean, other this, than to make it creepy. It, yeah. So it was just I don't know. Yeah, see this this it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. They just I think they just needed some some other element to add to that scene. Exactly. And, and then the way it ended, it was stupid. Let's just talk about that real quick. All right, we're going right The there. ending <laughs> was fucking stupid, and I'm going to tell you why because so he defeats the main um uh, host host what Peter. which was Peter, the actual priest that was training him this whole time and that was a twist um actually for me i saw it you saw it okay. beforehand i saw it when he was talking about the demons and the way he started looking when peter had asked him a question and he gave him this look like mm. and then he said something about you're gonna you're gonna be one of us soon or some shit like that and i was like oh so he's one of them okay cute <laughs> so <laughs> So, but at the end, so when they have the showdown, hold down in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I am not going to join your Eve. I won't work for you. And stabs him <laughs> in the neck with the freaking um, crucifix. And yeah. that was the thing that killed him. Wasn't that the same Forget thing? the fact that he'd have been holding holy water. He'd been quoting scripture. He'd been well, holding you know, crucifixes. And, and, you know, in the beginning... Keith Davis carried Father Lewis. He also got killed by a crucifix on a necklace. Right. But I'm like, but these are demons and they're literally palm holding holy water while they throwing it on other demons and they're responding to it like they should be, right? Do you think it was because it was a crucifix that killed him or just because he got stabbed in the neck? I feel like he just got murdered. <laughs> he was stabbed because, in the I neck. Mean, and maybe that's the thing where these demons are so strong that stuff like that is just not going to kill them. Like, holy water doesn't do anything to them. You just got to kill the host. You just got to stab, you know, like, he could have stabbed him with anything and it would have killed him. Because, see, when he stabbed him in the neck, then it, it seemed like he came too mm -hmm. and was like, thank you. Right, he was in for that brief moment and then he died and then the demon said, oh, like, you thought I was going, bitch? No, I'm still here. Yeah, then he was like, you're going to let me in. Yeah. Let me in. And so he was trying to like open his mouth to get it. The demon was trying to open Daniel's mouth to get inside Now that was creepy. I yeah. would say I like that shot. When he was yeah. looking in the mirror, you could mm -hmm. see his mouth, mouth yeah. being cut open. And then um, it looks like Daniel defeated him. Somehow stopped him from getting inside. I don't By know how punching that... the damn mirror that he was looking <laughs> at of himself. And I was like, what? <laughs> you, they made no reference of... The, the that the mirror was any part of stopping this thing. Demon, yeah. You can't introduce that piece of information at the butt end of the fucking movie. <laughs> so that was confusing. So he mm. punches the mirror and then everything in the house explodes. Yeah. And Charlie's in the house upstairs. Curled um, up and then talking about he's gone. And yeah. then kind of find out I think he's a he's the host now. Yeah. That thing got into him. Yeah. So the whole reason of, of Charlie being in the film is that Charlie, uh, like we said, his family was uh like abusive to him verbally, uh, probably physically too. And I think he was gay as well. Well, yeah, he was gay and the and, um pre the priest was um Yes, the priest seemed like he was doing something with him. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He he, because he kept rubbing his legs. You were yeah. very special. And so, uh, a demon got into Charlie, and the way the demon got into Charlie is at this place called Skate City. Him and his friends went to his back room, um, and they played with a Ouija board. And then the demon got into Charlie. He came back home. He said the demon would like as a, as a man, and they would like crawl on his bed and stuff. But anyway, the demon made him. The, the demon made him kill his family, and so he was at the risk of being in a mental institution for the rest of his life unless they could prove these two priests, uh, Father Father Peter and Father Daniel, could prove that the demon was actually causing him to kill his family. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, let's get to these other components. We did. We did. I think this. we did everything. Yeah, but did we? We did sound and editing. Oh, we didn't do acting. Oh, and set design. Uh, so actors, like I said, it stars Guy Pierce, that as um, Father Peter, that ear Derbez as the Excellency. I don't know what his actual name was, but he was the, the old man. And, oh, and no. Stephen Lang is Father Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Stephen Lang did a, a great job playing somebody who was, you know, uh, looked like a rookie at first. Um, he definitely had, he showed that I, someone who was looking nervous or someone who on their first day of a job, it, it looked like that. Um, Guy Pierce, um, I mean, he's, he's someone like a veteran actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, of course, had that, as you say, training day kind of character. Um, he he did a pretty good job playing that as well. Um, I don't know. I just it wasn't until the the, until the little Char- boy Charlie was mediocre for me. Yeah, I I can agree with that. But it wasn't until he said that uh, when he was talking to Dane that he was he said that Peter was the one who was mm-hmm. uh, the man that he's been talking about. It wasn't until then that I, that I knew. I for me it is. I guess because I was doing I was working at the same time I was watching this. And I mean, I, I can still focus because I took notes the whole time while I was working, but um, I just didn't see that, didn't see it coming. Mm. So yeah, I, I saw you it. and Steph are good at, at seeing stuff and knowing how stuff. And I'd be like, damn, how am I missing this shit? <laughs> <laughs> but every time, y'all always see some shit, and I'm just like, oh nope, didn't see it, <laughs> didn't see it coming. <laughs> I, I don't know, um, but yeah, I definitely was like, yes, I'm up with this dude. Yeah. But so, I, I will say, um, overall, I think the message I got from it was basically what I already knew is a lot of times the, the like demon work and evil be in the most um, God fearing people. And I'm putting quotations in the air because um, they are the most unassuming. Yeah. And evil has to work in an unassuming way because they wouldn't be able to get you. How they going to get you if you see them coming? True. So the best way to be is to try to use somebody who you won't see coming, i.e. the giggling granny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, that's why, like, yo, you know, you got to be careful in these religious organizations, not just Christianity, like any religious organizations, because evil lurks in those places because yes, those does. are yeah. where the most vulnerable people reside so you gotta be careful um I'm trying to find the uh, stuff like the set design I see the costume design is Charlotte Golden she's known for the 2020 film Minari um, mm-hmm. which I have not did that, was that? oh yeah that was the film that was like Oscar nominated 
Uh, I wanted to see that. Um, costume design. I mean, the priest, of course, the fathers, they definitely had the, the, the costume to look like actual priests. Um, so, yeah. As far as set design, I don't know who the set designer is, but I will say that the church, from what we saw, looked like an actual church, a uh, Vatican or Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else looked, oh, they, the, the precinct looked. Oh, they said um, Stephen Lang was only on set for three days. Oh, wow. To, do, to shoot his scenes. Wait, Stephen Lang? Stephen Lang. The that? Archbishop. Archbishop. Okay, that's okay. The um, your excellence. Yeah, excellence. Okay. Well, I mean, he didn't really have that much, so I could see three days. It was more so about Daniel and Peter. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Um. Every, I mean, as far as sets, I, I think everything looked authentic. Yep. So. Now we're going to get to the part of the, the the review where we tell you whether or not you should watch this film. And we're going to give our final rating of the film. Again, um, first time tuning in. If we like it, we say game blousers. If we don't, we say we're hurting. And if we're indifferent about it, we say play in the background. So I'll go first this time. I'll say for me, it can play in the background. It's a toss-up between playing the background and we're hurting, depending on what day it is for me. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see the film again. I don't, nothing is drawing me back to seeing the film again. Now, the film I talked about at the beginning is, is uh, this episode Zola. That's definitely mm-hmm. a game blouse for me. I'll be watching that again. But uh, <laughs> for real, what you got? Oh, it's um, definitely um, we're hurting. Yeah. Um, just a little info. It made uh, 963,000 uh, worldwide so far. Okay. Um, it's fairly new. <clears throat> it was in like the top. It was in the top ten on Netflix. It was like number seven. You said at the time mm-hmm. you sent it to it. Yeah, it was up there for maybe a day. It went up okay. there long. Um, it it made a ten, a four out of ten. Mm. 4.4 4 out of 10 That's on IMDb. Um, and one, we'll, I'm going to read this one user review and then we'll call it a day. Okay. So um, they gave it 2 out of 10. They says, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the top review, actually. It says, everyone wants a payday. The scripts in Hollywood are getting thin, I'm sure. And this is nothing but a payday film. Well. I don't know how big of a payday that was because they barely made a million dollars back. <laughs> so, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, and they had a pretty decent sized cast. Um, most they had. Let me see: one, two, three big Hollywood actors. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Uh, Guy Pierce, Stephen Lang, Keith David, and Keith David. I don't. I've never heard of this vet vetier. Yeah, I never heard of him either. Person, um, Brady. I've never heard of him. Robin. I actually seen Robin somewhere before. Who's she Robin? played in something creepy. The creepy oh, old woman. That was the creepy old woman. Okay. Um. Let me see. Let me look at her resume. Um. 
Oh, she was. No, I didn't see that. Immortal. Oh no. Josie, she was in the left right game. Um, the Glass Castle, World's End, Roadies. Those are TV movies. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hmm. She was Miss Miriam. Yeah. Comedy Bang Bang. So guys, if you have seen this film, let oh, us... Shutter Island. Okay, yeah, that was a good film. But if you guys have seen this film, let us know your thoughts and opinions uh, when we make the post for mm-hmm. this episode on our IG, which is Ayo Listen Fam. You can follow us there. You can also follow us on Facebook, which is Ayo Listen to This Fam Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can follow our, us individually as well. And yeah, next week we will actually be reviewing the film, that, another Netflix film that Maria suggested called "I Care a Lot," which I had heard good oh. and bad things about. So, yeah, man, um, I was at my bishop's house um, for Fourth of July um, meal. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Bishop Blanzy Williams Jr. Al. Um, <laughs> Uh, and they were watching it over there. Mm-hmm. So uh, while I was getting my ass whipped on the table for spades, <laughs> I was kind of in and out watching watching the show. And I was like, "Oh, this is good." Yeah, I heard um, some good things. And as a show or a film, I mean, it's a film. It's I'm sorry, film, okay. it's an actual movie. Okay, um, but yeah, so we're gonna review on that next week. And um, y'all remember to stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Peace. And don't let anybody stress you out and if you got a Karen that's getting on your nerves tell her to shut the <laughs> front door <laughs> alright alright y'all peace <laughs>